Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Nothing really ever ends, except maybe Colonel Troutman randomly, unless you read the IMDb uh, trivia on the franchise. This is my review for the Rambo 5 film franchise. Headphones Neil. Headphones Neil. Headphones Neil. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another head- episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host, as always, Headphones Neil. So, for this particularly exciting episode of the show, I finally got through all five films in the Rambo franchise. So, I thought I would, number one, watch the films because I, at the very least, I don't think I've seen all of the films in their entirety. And two, I wanted to just watch the films in order to see how they hold up as far as individual stories, um, story arcs throughout the series if there was one and generally just see how the films are so um, overall I want to say that for me the films were generally pretty good but I found in watching them that the even number films were actually for some reason felt like they were better versions of the odd number films so you have Rambo First Blood, which was a good introduction to the Rambo character. You see that he's um, still dealing with the PTSD of the Vietnam War. He's a uh, Green Beret, or the best Green Beret, the ultimate killing machine. But in dealing with his PTSD, he wants to just be left alone. He doesn't want anyone to bother him, and he won't bother anybody else. Um, and we see that culminate in the end of the film with his discussion with uh, Colonel Troutman. Um, and he does understand, or Rambo does understand, what he did with the killing. And he f- faces the consequences of his actions. But ultimately, he just wants to lead a peaceful life and get over the horrors that he saw in the war and that he's had to do in the war because he was trained to do that. So... From there, when we lead into First Blood Part 2, we essentially get a very similar kind of film where he's pulled into a situation where he has to do a lot of killing. He's double-crossed by um, Kreese and the other guy who's trying to do the cleanup um, in the film in Vietnam. So um, 
This film is probably the most notable of the franchise uh, um, because of three items. The first is that we get the look that we know of Rambo um, in just the pants uh, with the bandana around his forehead or around his head and then with the bow and arrow and a gun and numerous shots of a gun. Um, I don't know the specific model number of the gun so I'm going to admit the that I don't know that but um, this is where we essentially get the look of John Rambo um, and it's not some, a look that I did not notice um, until we got to Rambo 4 when he's saving the um, when he has to go back to try and save the missionaries from the um, from the jungles in I think it was Thailand so but don't quote me on that but um, essentially Rambo First Blood Part 2 is where we get the initial version of the look and then in Rambo 4 or just Rambo is where we get the mature or more finalized uh, look of the character but if you have an image of that if you have that image of Rambo it's not until the second film that we get that known image um the first one is just is like I said it's a um introduction of the character his backstory his abilities um we're kind of take the audience is kind of taking the um perspective of those um, police officers from the small town that we don't know who this guy is. We're kind of not necessarily suspicious, but we're trying to kind of um, figure out who this John Rambo character is. And I want to say like halfway through or essentially once Rambo escapes from that jail um, is kind of where we split ways with those police officers. And um, we start to empathize with the Rambo character that essentially if the police officers had just left him alone, everything would have been okay. Um, but basically to round out the first two films, Rambo First Blood Part 2 essentially, um, presents a clear picture of the Rambo character in that, um, we have the various characters, um, or we have essentially the bad guys, or we have Rambo being pulled into a situation that's not of his doing, but because Colonel Troutman is asking something of him, his former leader from the Vietnam War, Rambo is willing to, or more willing to help out, but then because of outside circumstances, he's pulled into being that person he was in that war, even though he does not want to be that person. And that's kind of essentially where all the various situations in the film come into play, so... Basically, for for example, with the first two films, Rambo 2 is the better film, in my opinion. And also to round out my thought for the why the film is notable is that we have um, the, the actor who plays John Kreese from the Karate Kid films and Cobra Kai stars as kind of this... I want to say he's not necessarily the main villain, but he's like the head henchman to the bad guy of the film who double who causes a double cross to Rambo, but becomes a face of the villainy because he's probably the only guy who could really ha or really has a chance to go up against Rambo. But um, essentially, this is the connection between Rambo and um, Karate Kid and Cobra Kai, and more towards Cobra Kai because if you've watched the seasons, you know that um, John Kreese was in the Vietnam War, and that's where he got his um, karate training. So this kind of ties that all together. Um, in that Kreese was in the Vietnam War, his actor, the actor who played him, was in Rambo Two, and 
um, is also in Vietnam, so it gives them a reason to be there. And if you look at the um, years of films were released, notably Rambo 2 and um, the first two karate films, they were all in the early 80s. So um, it kind of gives an in-universe reason for um, Kreese to be in Vietnam and then also for his character in Rambo to be in Vietnam. So kind of those random degrees of separation to bring that, that that actor in to pull those two film franchises in together. Um, the final piece of uh, fun little um, awesomeness of the film is that um, when Rambo is talking to his guide um, in the film, when they're going in the or initially, I think when they're going in the boat up the river, and at some point later, uh, Rambo admits that he's expendable, and then the the lady says that. Um, he's not expendable because people count on him to get the job done when nobody else can essentially but we get a reference to me which I don't think was on purpose but maybe as far as the Expendables films go this was probably that weird tie-in which might be a random trivia but I just found it particularly cool that in the middle of the Rambo franchise we get a shout out to another film franchise starring Sylvester Stallone called The Expendables and in The Expendables his rice is one of the films franchises that he's notable for is the Rambo franchise so um, just a little bit of fun there which kind of took me a little bit out of the film and makes me want to rewatch The the Expendables because now that I've heard that I want to see if there's maybe a callback to Vietnam in one of those films by uh, Sylvester Stallone or maybe one of the other guys. Um, I have seen one of the, I have seen the first, actually I think I've seen all three of the films, but it's been some time so I don't remember offhand if there was anything like that and I wasn't paying attention to it at the time. But I just thought found it particularly intriguing that they made that in-universe connection. Um, beyond that, the rest of the films, in my opinion, were okay. Um, Rambo 3 and 4 kind of followed a similar plan as 1 and 2 where Rambo 4 was, uh, well, I mean, Rambo 3 and 4, I guess, were kind of, um, similar enough where Rambo has to go in, in Rambo 3, Ram, um, John Rambo has to go into a village in Afghanistan to save, um, so the village there from a Russian warlord um, who's essentially taking over the area. The only reason that he goes there is because Colonel Troutman has been captured and because of that connection Rambo has a reason to go. Um, in Rambo 4 um, he is the only reason he goes to save the Christian min- missionaries is because he dropped them off in that village and um, I guess the priest of their local um, parish, I guess, or local branch of their whatever missionary group they're a part of comes to talk to him. And because Rambo was the last person to see them, he's kind of, the priest kind of becomes his conscience to go in and and save them. So um, 
if that feels kind of weird as far as why Rambo would go in and do that, in reading the trivia, um, apparently the actor who played Colonel Troutman passed away between Rambo between Rambo's three and four, so that's the reason we don't see him in the rest of the franchise. So for me, that was actually kind of a bummer because when you go to the, when you get into Rambo four, having had Rambo and Troutman in all in the prior films, you wonder why or when Troutman is going to show up, and if you don't know the history, then it's kind of weird that he's all of a sudden not there. I mean, granted, the actors can make the choice not to be in any more films, but because he's in the prior three, you kind of expect it. And so it becomes a bummer and sadness that you no longer have Rambo's conscience for doing the right thing, the reason Rambo is a killing machine, the reason why he has to really get himself involved in any of these situations. So granted, there's probably a reason at the time why they didn't do mention anything in the film most likely out of respect to the actor or maybe it was too close to the film so they didn't want to do that no one of course nobody wants to um, bring up something like that when you get close to somebody but for me it was I got to thinking that if they did some if they did do something in the film how would they bring it up and the close the best uh, most respectful way I thought of was to start off the film with the funeral of um, Troutman and um, have Rambo pay his respects and then that's the reason why he's in um, the um, jungles that he's in or um, basically give make that the reason why Rambo um, is... Um, in the place he's at where the missionaries go to hire him is because he now that Troutman um, is no longer there to be his um, conscience. He no longer wants to be in any place that reminds him of his mentor and leader. So he goes and um, shuts himself off again from the world like we see in Rambo 3. Um, which is kind of why I say that Rambo 3 and 4 are similar. Um but for me, it would have been nice to have something at the beginning of Rambo 4 to bring up why Troutman's no longer there. Um, just basically something out of respect because the character, to me, felt like an integral part of the first three films. So, um, And that would have been a good um, premise for Rambo 4 as to why he Rambo does not want to help the missionaries and why he does not want to get into that life and why he's consistently warning the missionaries that they don't want to go into um, the part of the region that they want to go into and then why he ultimately does decide to go save them because um, he's the only one that can and Troutman would have been um, the kind of person to tell Rambo that he has to go do that um, and he's like I said he's the only person who could do that um, so that brings us to Rambo Last Blood where um we essentially get Rambo returning back to the States, back to his ranch, or I think at the, well, actually at the end of Rambo 4 is where we um, have Rambo returning to his ranch in Arizona, and in Last Blood is where uh, we have, we see that he's been living the good life, um, a former, I guess some, like, I want to say, I don't want to say maid, but whoever helped raise him back when he was a kid is now living with him with her daughter, maybe granddaughter, who's getting ready to head to college. So Rambo is now able to finally uh, lead the peaceful life. Um, but the, 
um, but he wants to, or she wants to find out who her father is, and against the wishes of Rambo and her aunt, her grandmother, the, the mother figure in her life, she goes to Mexico to find her dad and ends up getting kidnapped. Uh, Rambo ultimately goes to find them out, or find out who kidnapped her, gets beat up, um, recovers, and ultimately finds where she is and saves her, but ends up dying because she was um, basically sent into slavery um, to become a prostitute. So for me, those scenes were particularly hard to watch. They made it particularly gruesome, which uh, was really um, hard. It was hard to watch and particularly heartbreaking. So you really got to feel, uh, got the feel of um, how hard it was on Rambo's character. So he ultimately goes to, or he leads them back to his ranch um, and uses the ranch and the tunnels that he's been digging to. Um, take them all out so basically it gives him the advantage of one guy over I think it was around, I want to say around 10 to 15 guys so because he's older I guess he sets it up in a way that um, he's able to take them all out accounting for his age but because of all because of his years of experience and training he's able to um, take them all out and they because he promises to rip out the guy's heart to share how he how Rambo felt he does by the end of the film cut out the, out the guy's heart so that was also particularly gruesome so uh, another hard scene to watch just because of the gruesomeness so you get to see Rambo get his revenge on the guy um ultimately Ram- Rambo Last Blood felt like they were setting it up to be the last film in the franchise so you get Rambo's understanding that um he's there's never going to be any peace for a guy like him. So rather than fighting it, he is going to lead the peaceful life. And as things come up, he's going to um, deal with them. So um, essentially, the Rambo Last Blood felt more like a retirement movie for the character and the franchise rather than a full-on Rambo film. So overall, I do want to say it was good, but you can see how... There were fewer of the elements that made the the previous Rambo films good, um, but they did bring in some of the essential elements like Rambo is living a peaceful life, something bad happens so he's called back into action, and by the end of the film he comes out uh, victorious because he did something he did some things he didn't want to do, and he's ultimately left alone again. So um, that's kind of why I felt like a. Um, the final film in the franchise, but considering um, that the film, that the even number, or going back to what I said at the beginning of the review, that the even number of films ended up being the better version of the odd number of films that preceded them, it feels like they could pull out one more Rambo, even call it Rambo um, the Final Blood, like they like to do with. Um, and I hate making this comparison, but with the Final Destination movies, I think it was where they have Final Destination 1, then 2, then The Final Destination, or The Ultimate Final Destination, something like that, where they have all those crazy um, um, add-on names to Final Destination where really only, it can only really happen once or twice. So they could really pull out one more film, call it Rambo Final Blood, 
and even make it the um, literal on-screen death of the character where he's finally pulled into a situation that um, not necessarily that he can't handle because we wouldn't we wouldn't want to see something a situation that Rambo can't handle but ultimately it does him in because of his age um, or because of um, whatever extenuating circumstances that he can't handle or ultimately he finds peace or he's finally pulled into a desk job with the army or they finally discharge him or they honorably discharge him so I don't know for whatever reason they can come up with a plot and even make it this, a similar thing like Rambo's 3 and 4 where they make they remake Last Blood but make it in a way where um it means that we're not gonna we're definitely not gonna see any more films but it is the it does become or final blood for example would become the better version of last blood even though they're essentially the same films but a final more perfect version of last blood so overall i do want to say in general i want to say that the films were pretty good um they all get a grade of about a i'll i'll I want to say like about a B plus to A minus. The even number of films I give a grade of about a B to B plus. The um, even number of films I give a grade of about an A minus to an A. Um, but if I was to pick my favorite of the films, I probably want to give it to Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Um, just because we get to see more of the character, we see him return to Vietnam. We of course have Colonel Troutman. We have the connections that I mentioned with um, Cobra Kai um, and the Expendables, um, his, the look that we know of him, um, his ability, throwing abilities with the knife and the gun, um, and turning the situation around to his advantage. But overall, the franchise is good. I like the general progression of it. Um, at the very base of it, it's each movie is essentially another situation in which Rambo gets pulled back into action against his will. But it, it, they are films of Rambo wanting to escape the horrors of the Vietnam War and find or live a life of peace where no one bothers him and he bothers nobody. So in general, very good films. Um, acting gets better over time and notably... Um, Stallone's accent becomes easier to understand over time. Um, you definitely notice that um, over the course of the film. So the first one is the hardest to understand and it slowly gets better over time. In the first film, he doesn't speak a whole lot, I think, just to account for his accent. But over the course of the films, they do get, or it does become easier to understand it as um, you get used to his accent or he's, I don't know if he's speaking a little bit more clearly or they um work around it so that it's easier it's easier to understand but um that's the side thing that i noticed in watching these films back to back but i will say that now having seen them i can knock these films off of my bucket list that i've now seen the rambo films i can definitely see how it catapulted um stallone into stardom between the rocky films and the rambo films so if you haven't seen them, I definitely do recommend watching them. Um, if you're going to watch any one film in the franchise, I say, like I keep saying, going back to Rambo First Blood Part 2, um, you get enough of his backstory in First Blood Part 2 that you don't necessarily need to watch the first one, but um, watching the first one sets up 
the beginning of the second film as to why Rambo's in jail and why Troutman calls, uh, pulls him out of jail. So for that, you can give up an hour and a half or so for the first film. Um, so if anything, maybe watch the first two. The rest of them are okay, or you can skip um, directly to the last film. Three and four are okay enough to watch as films, but it goes back to their just Rambo in another situation that he's pulled into against as well. Um, so that's all there is for this particular review. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, or anything like that, you can find me on Twitter at PatelN01. The website is PatelN01.com for past episodes, subscription links, supporting the show, and all of that good stuff. And of course, as a patron, um, you get early access to upcoming content, bonus um, content reviews for episodes shortly after they're released. So just like um, some of the recent episode, episodes I've reviewed or episodes that have come out, I'll have a bonus content review for patrons out after this one. So for stuff that for extra content, definitely support the show um, or support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Patel in zero one. But that's all there is for this particular review. Thanks for tuning in and until next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.